Finding Her Roar, read by Heather McGrath. Trinity graduate Lisa Harding, MPhil 2014, BA 1995, tells Bridget Horkin, Trinity Today, about moving from acting to writing, living in Dublin and her new novel set on a certain campus. Lisa Harding's first novel, Harvesting, 2017, is set in the disturbing underworld of sex trafficking in Dublin, and her second novel, Bright Burning Things, published last year, confronts alcoholism and single motherhood. Her next novel, working title, Truth Game, is a campus thriller set in the 1990s. I wanted to write something more entertaining for myself, says Harding, when we meet online, because the other two were so intense and disturbing to write. But my agent recently read the first half and she said it's really dark, so it seems like I can't get away from darkness, in my writing life anyway. That's not who I am otherwise. People are always meeting me and saying, you don't seem like your books, which I'm very glad to hear. We agree that the creative self is quite separate to the day-to-day living self. But it's interesting that as an actor, her career for 20 years, Harding was always being cast as pretty little things, perhaps because of her blonde femininity, and it was only when she changed art forms that she found what she calls my roar. The campus in her new novel isn't identified as Trinity. Trinity has been used so successfully by Sally Rooney that my instinct is so slightly obscure and obfuscate like Donna Tartt in A Secret History, set on a fictional campus based on Tartt's alma mater, Bennington College. But yes, I went to Trinity for the first time in the 1990s, and what I depict in the novel is very much a heightened version of the university I remember. The early 1990s, after the fall of the Berlin Wall and before 9-11, at the apogee of rave culture and the start of the Celtic Tiger, when rents were cheap and climate change a distant glow, was the kind of carefree, hedonistic time that students today can only dream of. Harding recalls it as wild, brilliant Dublin, had a romance then, all these eccentric characters walking around. I had a flat in Raglan Road, which seems unimaginable now. The novel's narrator is a woman in her 40s looking back, so I get to relive my time, though totally exaggerated. The action centres on a group of kids from dysfunctional homes who are seeking family but in all the wrong places. I'm channeling an interest in cults, which I've had for years. In college, Harding was strong academically. She started in European studies but switched to history and French and was awarded a student prize or bursary in French aimed at promising students of limited means. My dad had run into financial difficulties by then, so that was useful. But all her passion during college years went into players. I knew I wanted to be an actress, so as soon as I graduated, I went to the Gaiety School of Acting on a council or corporation scholarship. After the Gaiety, she hit the ground running. I worked in the Abbey, the Gate and the Peacock. I had a good career in Dublin and in retrospect, it's one of my regrets that I left for London. But I was very ambitious and there was a sense that to make it, you had to go to London. Those years in her 30s, trying to make it in London were, she says, frankly, brutal. She looks back now with more compassion for myself, but I'd none at the time. You judge yourself mercilessly and you're always in competition with other people. You go to an audition and you reject it. If you're in a job, you're scared because the job is coming to an end. It's particularly hard for women because so much is about how you look and in classical theatre, there are so few female roles. I didn't realise how hard it was going to be and nobody tells you. The uncertainties and rejections built into an acting career are exacerbated, she believes, because actors don't necessarily have a strong sense of themselves in the world. 
I can only speak for myself, but I was certainly needy. I think in drama school, you should be given anchoring techniques and psychological training on how to navigate through. She has already produced one brilliant portrait of a troubled actress and bright burning things. And in the future, she would love to write more about what it's like and really sit in the pocket of that experience. After 13 years in London, she was really homesick and was able to return to Dublin thanks to landing the role of Connie in Fair City. A year later, she enrolled in the MPhil in creative writing in the Trinity School of English. By then, she had already written her first play and her talent was evident. She has had three plays performed in Theatre 503, Battersea Art Centre and the Project Art Centre, but for the MPhil, she knew she wanted to write a novel. Writing plays and screenplays can have the same kind of heartbreak as being an actor because you're dependent on other people to produce the work. I wanted to do something that I had complete control over. Her second time round as a Trinity student was very different to her first. I was very focused and committed. Some of the other students on the course who were coming from an English lit background had a sense that there was one right way to write, but my work is all about voice and my characters don't speak in correct syntax. I was at an age when I knew what worked for me and I knew how to stand up for myself. I said, this is how I hear it. Actually, I really love that formal third person past tense style of John McGahern and Claire Keegan, but I can't do it. I think you go with what you naturally have and make it better. My tutor, Owen McNamee, was brilliant and he really got what I was doing. Harding has enjoyed significant success since graduating in 2014. Despite the ongoing challenges of renting in Dublin, which he has called an absolute disgrace, and of the pandemic, which he found really isolating and creatively depleting. Harvesting is currently in film development with Michael Lennox, director of Derry Girls, on board. And the UK and US releases of Bright Burning Things means that she is now being paid well and is able to focus on writing. She hopes to be in a position next year to finally escape renting and buy a home, though it may have to be outside Dublin. Harding is Dublin born and bred, and Dublin is her muse, the setting for all three of her novels. In her first two books, she forces us to look at aspects of the city's contemporary life we might recoil from, and her third will help show us how we got here. From the city where students and struggling actors could rent, to somewhere only the wealthy can afford to live. It would seem an indictment if she herself is priced out of the city she holds a mirror up to.